The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You are so deserving of all the joy and juiciness you can stand. I'm Lisa McCourt of Joy School, and this is Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Let's do some joy. Hi, my darlings. I hope you had a beautiful week with your three-part home play. I enjoyed mine, and I felt especially inspired around that third part, the action step. I hope you were too. I'm always doing these practices right alongside you, And I'm so grateful to all of you who've been sending me messages about your experiences with them. It's so much fun to see how far our joy tribe reaches. Even though you podcast listeners aren't connected in that intimate way that my joy schoolers who meet every week online are connected, you still are connected vibrationally. All of you who listen to Do Joy and commit to raising your vibration, you are part of Joy School's larger energetic family, and I appreciate you so much. This family has representation all over the globe now. Get this. You are among listeners in Turkey, India, Iceland, Brazil, Switzerland, Morocco, Spain, Singapore, Finland, Israel, Australia, Italy, Peru, France, South Africa, New Zealand, Dominican Republic, Mexico, Barbados, the Philippines, Canada, Germany, UK, and of course all across the US. You're joined by listeners across every single continent except Antarctica. So I hope you feel that. I hope that even though you can't see the faces of these joy bringers the way my online groups do, I hope you feel the energy of being part of something this large because it's you, my beautiful raisers of joy, who are moving humanity in the direction we all need it to go in. So big, big global hugs to you. I hope you feel them. We've often talked here about how this podcast is called Do Joy and not Learn About Joy because learning spiritual concepts and personal development tools and going to the workshops or retreats and reading the books, all that is well and good, but that's not where the true vibration elevation happens. It happens in the doing of these practices week after week together. So today we're gonna do an exercise right here together during this podcast to discover where we are energetically at any given moment. 
where we might focus to get a little more balance within ourselves so we can catch ourselves before we get too far out of alignment. As we've often said here, your natural state is joy. That is who you are. You don't have to do anything to be in joy. You just have to get aware of the things you do that take you away from this natural center. It's a busy season, my sweethearts. It's easy to get tugged out of balance. And speaking of the season, I'm still sending those free books out to all of you who write me about your experiences with the home play. One of my listeners who's been long aware of my best-selling children's book, I Love You Stinky Face, asked me to remind y'all of one area where it's had a resurgence lately. This book has been in print for over two decades because it's a message of unconditional love from a parent to a child. It's a dialogue of would you love me if, followed by the mom's reassurances that no matter what, the child will always have her unconditional love. Extremely important message for a young child to hear. Well, millions of children who were read this book as babies and toddlers are now teens and early 20-somethings, and statistically speaking, many of those once babies now identify within the LGBTQ community. And tragically, many of them have discovered their parents' declarations of unconditional love had some limitations on them. The child that was in my belly when I wrote that book is now a beautiful transgender young adult woman, so I've gotten heavily involved in advocacy for this group. I'm president of my local PFLAG chapter. I do a lot of work with transgender youth and their families. And in that way, the universe has of bringing things full circle, this little mega-selling picture book, I Love You Stinky Face, has become the symbol of support given to LGBTQ people of all ages by all of the people who love them, see them, support them, friends and family, wanting to let their loved person know that nothing could change how they feel about them. It's sad to me that this would even still be a thing at this point in human history, but tragically it is especially with transgender souls. It breaks my heart to witness what I witness every day around the oppression and discrimination they still face from so many people walking this planet. So I'd be especially delighted to send free copies of this book to any of y'all who'd like to use it for this purpose. Or of course, just to give it to the children in your life. It's so important for all of them. You know what to do. Message me about your experiences with the joy practices that we do here together and I'll get all your info to send you signed, personalized copies that you can keep or give as gifts during this season of giving. Another amazing holiday gift that you could give yourself or someone you love is enrollment in the Year of Joy program we're about to launch here at Joy School. The price is ridiculously low, the value is crazy high, and it's perfect for any of you feeling the call to be more intimately involved with your joy mates. You can read all about it at the website, lisamccourt.com. So in your home play, one of the things you've been working on is feeling your energetic self. We started a few episodes back with Eckhart Tolle's practice of focusing all that attention on the inner buzzing, that vibratory sensation, that thing that animates your physical form. And since then, we've discussed a few other methods for aligning with that inner energy being. Well, this week I've invited Amy Bernstein of Open Mind Adventures 
to take us through a self-assessment that we can just use anytime we want to check in on where we are energetically. I feel like this is a handy tool that we could all use in our ongoing practice of staying mindful and inner focused during this season of sparkly external distractions and rush, rush, rush calendars. And even though I'm calling it an assessment, I want to be clear this is not about finding yet another reason to rate and judge your precious self. This is about expanding your self-awareness so that you can give yourself more of the goodness and joy you're meant to be living so that you can see more clearly how to specifically love on you and bring your sweet self into balance and harmony. Amy is an executive and life coach, an organizational consultant, psychotherapist, and mindfulness in action trainer. Her work liberates individuals and teams from limited mindsets, behaviors, and energy habits, enabling them to unleash their potential and successfully navigate disruptive times. Amy's clients have included senior and emerging leaders from such companies as Chanel, Microsoft, the Ritz-Carlton, as well as artists, coaches, nonprofit leaders, and entrepreneurs. So I'm so happy that Amy is able to join us here today. She's an expert on these types of um, energy practices that we've been talking about diving into. And Amy, you were going to share something with us today about how to really do an assessment about where you are energetically at any given point in your life. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. And I just want to give you a little backstory on it of why that's important. And um you know, modern life keeps us in our heads and it keeps us um, frontally oriented, you know, into our to-do lists and our smartphones and into other people. And, um, and we tend to lose connection with ourselves. We tend to major in awareness. It's like we Google something and then we get some information and now we know. But Einstein said that all knowledge is experiential. The rest is just information. And in this pace of life that's so fast, we forget to actually take the time to experience. And that's what presence is about. So this is a quick way to just kind of feel where you are. Whenever I teach mindfulness and action stuff, um, I start with feel where you are. That's your starting point. So I want to share with your viewers, no judgments, you know, gentle, gentle, no stories, just feel where you are and take note. So if you would for a moment, sense feel something that's vertical that goes through your system. It goes from above your head all the way down your body, down into the ground. You may sense it as a line, as energy, as a pole, as a cylinder, however you envision it, sense it, that's perfect, okay? Now, we'll call that place center, okay? From that center, sense feel in front of you. How far does your energy radiate out? How far is your presence? How far does your presence go? 
Okay, good. Now, coming into that center again, sense, feel the back of you, your physical back and the energy field behind you. How far do you radiate out? How much do you sense in back of you? Are the two halves equal or is one dominant? Okay, good. Now from that center, sense, feel the left side of your body. So sense your energy moving out through the left side of your body into the field on the left side of you. How far does your energy radiate out on the left? Now from that center again, sense feel the right side of you. How far does your energy radiate through your body out into the field on the right side? Are the two halves equal or is one dominant? Last one. Sense feel the top of your body. So we're gonna say the top of your body starts a couple of inches below your belly button. Um, in Japanese, they call it the hara. Uh, some people know it as tanchien, or it's your center of gravity. So sense feel from the top of your body, from that hara all the way up through your body, through your head, and notice how far above your head you sense feel. Good. Now sense, feel the bottom part of your body. From that hara, that tanchien, sense, feel down through your pelvis and your legs and your feet and into the ground. How deep do you sense, feel into the ground? Do you sense, feel your roots? Are the two halves equal or is one dominant? Okay, so here's why we did this. <laughs> Should I tell you my answers or you want to go into explain sure, it first? Sure, oh my gosh, share. it was so cool. So I, I think my front was, was pretty significantly further out than my behind. And right. right and left, I feel like my right went further out than my left. And my top and bottom were both pretty equal, pretty far. Because I think I do work with, with grounding and with, with uh, those higher realms. So I think that was a more practiced feeling. But that was fascinating. Yeah. Now, here's, how, here's what happens. It's like, as I was saying before, modern life pulls you outside. So our attention's in the front of you. And we forget the back of ourselves. But just like the spine is, is the physical structure that supports the whole physical, the energy in the back supports the whole system. It nurtures and sustains us. Without a back, a sense of back, we're gonna feel isolated. We're gonna feel like we're pushed too far, we're under too much pressure because there's nothing supporting us. 
Now, some people have the opposite. Some people are really cool back there, but they don't have a lot of sense of forward energy. Those are the people that um, they talk about need some emotional intelligence work, you know, <laughs> right? Because they have a hard time really connecting with people energetically, you know, so they can't sense, feel other people's emotions because they're all the way back there, right? Left and right, assuming if you're a righty, the right side is the side that gives out. It's the doer. The left side is the receiver. Mm -hmm. So... In our, you know, now there are some people that are narcissistic and, oh, it's only about me, 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 me. But for a lot of us, we were taught, you know, to give to others, to love others, to take care of others. So we are giving out, we are doing our work in the world, you know, but we're forgetting to receive, you know, we're giving more than we receive or we're putting out more energy then we're taking in, we're out of balance. Similarly, life keeps us in our heads. So a lot of people, if you see, you know, walk down the street and just look at people, you know, and you'll notice there are some people who are walking or their shoulders are all the way up, right? You know, they're holding themselves up, they're walking, they're tough, they're macho, you know? <laughs> or other people, you know, they're so in their heads, they, they, they seem like they're floating off. Then there are other people that are very grounded, you know, but maybe they're very grounded, but they don't have a whole lot of heart. Or, you know, so really it's about all of it. The three main centers of the body are the mind, the heart, and the hara. You need each one of those. If you only have the mind, you're gonna go off on your thoughts and your ideas and, you know, it has nothing to do with true experience. If you go off on your heart, oh, it sounds great, but it could be like a really bad country song, like, oh, he left me, I'm so sad. You know, <laughs> you know? if you have the hara, you know, that's the thing that, that's what dancers, martial artists use. It is, my formula is, you need the awareness plus the presence, or what I call the hereness, which creates the skillful action in your life the true experiencing in your life. So that's why I do this little practice is just a, a warm up to people to go, oh, this is where I'm at. Okay, good. Now we have a starting place. Perfect. <laughs> that is wonderful. Yes, my my Oasis community and Joy School are familiar with the, the Hara, the Dantian Center, because I do a lot of, of feelingizations, I call them, where we have to breathe through the heart and the hara to get ourselves into our body, to get into alpha so that we can do the the processes. And one of them that they've done before also has the uh, the left and, and right hands balancing our giving and receiving. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they have the, you know, a sense of where they start, where I then take people is into a centering practice so that they get... Um, you know, we know when we're at that place at the end of the day, when they're ready to like, just pull our hair out or, you know, yell at the dog or something like that. Don't do it, don't do it. But, um, <laughs> but you know, we know what it's like when we're so out of, out of whack with ourselves, but we don't always know what it's like when we're just beginning to leave center. See, people think that they have to do something to get centered. I don't see it that way. 
what I see is that we have it bass backwards. <laughs> that really what we need to do is stop doing what is keeping us out of center. Center is our natural birthplace. It is our home, you know. Beautiful. Like Dorothy said, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. This is where it is. And we have to know when we're beginning to leave it. Now, do we, all of us leave it? Of course, we're human beings. We're going to react. We're not going to stay centered 24 seven. Okay. But once you can feel where you are and then begin to let go of the habits, the energetic habits that are keeping you away from center, allowing the body's intelligence to take you into center. Now that changes the whole game because it can happen in a heartbeat. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way to look at it. We don't have to do anything. We have to stop doing. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Yeah, I love that, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom here today. Oh, you're so welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. And by the way, I don't mean that you shouldn't meditate or do yoga or any of that. All that stuff is fabulous. But just, you know, it's like I, I, I trained martial art, Aikido. And when three guys are attacking you, you don't have time to, you know, to go say, time out, I got to go meditate. <laughs> you got to get, you gotta get there right away. You got to settle your energy down. You got to open up and become spacious, you know, so that you can handle all this energies coming at you. Similarly, you know, you got big dreams. Well, honey, it ain't going to happen unless you center ground and open so because you need to be as big as your dreams. If you're not, you're going to, you know, when I was, I should say, when I was in my 20s, I, I sang rock and roll and I, in California, and I met a lot of rock stars. And I saw they had the money, they had the fame, they had the women, and they self-destructed because they couldn't handle this energy coming through them. So for those of us now, we're in a period of evolutionary change. You know, and here comes this energy. We need to settle this energy down and become spacious with us so that it can take us to where we are meant to be, to raise our consciousness. That's why I started this War of the More group so that I can help people do that, you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, I've, I've told them in your bio, but tell people where they can find you and find out more about War of the More. Um, you can go to Open Mind, www.openmindadventure, openmindadventures with an S dot com. And if you scroll down the page, you know, uh, you'll see some, you'll see a little thing that says Roar of the More. And I'm going to do my next class, my next series in January for anyone who's interested. And um, you'll see it has the uh, 
things like the Enneagram and stages of transition. And then I teach you the energy work. So I come at it from both sides, not just good ideas that you'll actually begin to embody it, learn to embody it. A well-rounded teaching. That sounds like a beautiful experience for those who join you. Well, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you, and we are going to practice that this week, finding our energetic center, finding where we are. Thank you for that valuable tool. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Love you. Me too. So I invite you to use this practice Amy shared as your home play this week. We're still in that time of year when a lot of my joy schoolers are telling me their calendars are packed, they've overextended themselves with the holiday commitments, and time feels scarce. As true as that may be for you, that's exactly when you're most in need of grounding and centering. You want to be present for the season, my love bugs. When you're still, when you're grounded, that's when you can open to let in the love and the warmth and connection. All those goodies that the holiday times are meant to provide for you. So steal some moments this week to work with this. And as always, let me know how it goes for you. I'll continue to send out free books to anyone who shares the experiences with these practices. And this week, I'll include Amy's book as an option for the first listener who reaches out to request it. I'm holding you all in the highest vision for a continued season of peace and centeredness. Love you. Joy comes in many flavors, but they all start with you being full on glorious you. If you'd like some personal love and support along your joy journey, find me at lisamccourt.com. And as you do your joy this week, remember that you elevating your vibration elevates the vibration of everyone around you and ultimately elevates the vibration of all humanity. Thank you for being a valued member of the team that's bringing more love and joy into the world. We need you. I'll see you next week for Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Much love.
Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.